uh, we're going to talk again about inflation for a few minutes here. We were talking earlier about all the different stories and economists now saying, yeah, you can expect a recession sometime next year, which is interesting. And another story, the RBC uh, consumer spending tracker telling us that, yeah, inflation is crazy, but it hasn't really slowed down spending across the board. And uh, now we're going to talk about another story surrounding inflation. And, and you know the deal with the inflation, right? 6.7%, highest it's been in some, I think, 41 years, something like that. Fuel prices higher than they've ever been. We all know what's going on with the rate of inflation, um, not only in Canada, but in many places around the world. But we're going to talk specifically about what impact it's having in Canada with Linda Nazareth, who is the principal of Relentless Economics, a senior fellow for economics and population change at the McDonald laurier Institute and host of the Work and Future podcast. Uh, Linda, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Happy to be here, Shay. Um, did I get the name of the podcast right? It's actually called Work and the Future. Work and the Future. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Um, We're going to talk here about what kind of an impact inflation is having on retirees or people nearing retirement or those who are retired and the choices they're being forced to make. I mean, I think it affects all of us differently, right? That's the bottom line. Depending on what demographic and what stage of life you're in, inflation has a different impact. It does. I mean, it's not really making anybody very happy. We're looking at grocery prices up double digits and uh, really anything you want to do costing more this summer than it did last summer. But if you are thinking of retirement and you probably think, you know, maybe I have enough saved and I figured out my budget, and then you look at the grocery prices, you might say, you know what, I'm going to work a little bit longer because I need to save a little bit more because what if inflation keeps going like this, my money will run out faster. And that's kind of a a major thing because it changes who we'll have in the workforce, Um, maybe changes things for the group coming up who really wanted that group to retire. It's just really interesting how inflation, which hasn't been a huge issue in Canada for a long time, is changing everybody's behavior. Absolutely. So when we focus on, you know, people in that area where, like you say, they're thinking about retiring or they have retired, the equation definitely does change. What kind of you know, I mean, people are working longer than they used to anyway, right? They are. I mean, it's hard to interpret the stats sometimes because if you look at the 55 and over group, that's boomers. There are more women in that group working than you know, 30 years ago. Women in that group maybe hadn't worked in the first place. But definitely, people are working longer. You don't have to retire if you don't want to in a lot of cases. Uh, and... You know, Sometimes people's investments, you know, this over the last couple of decades, haven't gone exactly the way they wanted them to, or maybe they got divorced and, you know, their asset base got split. So for a lot of people who are Gen X or boomers, you know, there's a reason to keep bringing in money for somewhat longer if you can. And now, as you said, and maybe it's people who've already left the, the workforce, they're saying, you know, my money's not going as far as I, I wanted it to. Maybe I have to come back in. It'll be interesting because the unemployment rate, I don't want to say it's too low, but for a lot of industries, they're saying it's hard to find workers. We'll see if this changes things because, you know, the, the luxury of retirement may not be there for everyone. Um What does it mean when we see people delaying retirement or deciding to suspend their retirement for a while and going back, when we see what's going on with, you know, inflation, what does that mean? I mean, that changes the workforce in our country, which then feeds into some other, you know, calculations around inflation, right? I mean, it has an impact. Yeah, well, if you have more people looking for jobs, uh, that will certainly make it easier for some industries. 
all things being equal, it will put wages lower because more people looking for work tends to stem wage increases. But it's going to be hard to sort all that out. I mean, the big thing right now is workers are asking for more money because they're making, I think it's 3.4% more than they did a year ago. Inflation, as you said, is running at nearly 7%. If you look at some prices like groceries, it's running at 12%. Of course, everyone's going to be demanding more. Uh, Will the fact that there are more workers who are there and who are willing stop everyone from getting wage hikes? I mean, it's going to really depend on the industry. But if you look at something like, say, restaurants, where it's been hard to get people and wages have been slowly going higher, it is true that if more people are looking for work, you may not see those spikes in wages. So there's going to be all kinds of conflicts there. So then you're going to have you know one demographic pitted against another in a way because it's it's causing them issues. If you're a younger worker, you are hoping for more opportunity or more wages, and then it, I mean it all works together hand in hand, right? It does. I mean, you know, you can see some situations. Maybe a lot of people are in this situation. They're in office. They're yeah. really looking for somebody to retire. And <laughs> that person says, you know what? Maybe I'll stay longer. Uh, they're not going to be really happy to hear that news. Sometimes we hear talk of the gray ceiling. Uh, the gray ceiling <laughs> maybe is harder to budge than a lot of people would like. I, well, I mean, I think we all have to adjust. Like you say, that's what it comes down to, right, Linda? I mean, the, the equation has changed for all of us, and we have to re-examine where we are and what we do, and uh, I, it's only normal. And who knows how long it's going to last? That's the other thing is there's so much uncertainty, it's really hard to plan. Yeah, it is hard to plan. I mean, I think that with the Federal Reserve in the U.S. raising interest rates and the Bank of Canada raising rates, and we will slow things down. And some of this is special circumstances. I mean, the semiconductor shortage, which has sent car prices up, won't last forever. Uh, the situation in Shanghai, where you are interrupting supply chains there because China's dealing with COVID, won't last forever. Uh, hopefully, the Russia-Ukraine situation comes to some resolution for, for lots of reasons, but including the fact that that's pushing up prices for wheat, groceries, and that's hurting, you know, people too. Um, but it will take a while to move through. I mean, the worst case would be if is if we do trigger a recession with higher interest rates. Yeah. That will send prices down, but, you know, there'll be lots of other issues to deal with as well. Exactly. That's right. I mean, it, and, and typically that's how our recession ends, So, and that appears to be on uh, our horizon. Linda, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Well, thanks so much for having me. That is Linda Nazareth, who is Principal of Relentless Economics, a Senior Fellow for Economics and Population Change at the McDonald laurier Institute and host of the... The, uh... Sarah? Host of the Work and the Future podcast. Work and the Future podcast. You didn't podcast. write it down? I did not. I don't have a pen. I didn't, okay. I, I didn't bring a pen in with me this time. Thank you, Sarah. The Work and the Future podcast.